Okay, oh, hold on. My stomach turned as the music started. <laughs> my initial yeah. reaction is always to laugh. Always. Hey, everyone. Welcome to How Do You Want It? This is episode 23. Uh, this is Amber. Tiffany. And Becky. Becky. Becky with the good hair. Oh. <laughs> Not, Not today. today. <laughs> I'm all, mm, no. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> You can wear your hair like that if you want. I know. <laughs> what are we talking about today and already? No, it don't look good. <laughs> this is why we suck at the topic today. But this is why it's so necessary. Today we're going to talk about body positivity and how that kind of impacts your self-love for yourself. Let's start with the updates. Uh, the last time that we had talked, I had gotten off of Bumble, mm-hmm. um, so I was just kind of... Gotten like, off of Bumble, kicked off Tinder. <laughs> kicked off Tinder, <laughs> banned from Tinder. <laughs> She's a Tinder bandit. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'd gotten kicked off Tinder. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I, I really do feel like someone reported my ass because they were salty. <laughs> How else? I don't know, girl. I don't know these Tinder rules. You've been leaving a lot of people salty. (laughs) Apparently. But didn't you read um, on the guidelines or something like that about what were the reasons for... Oh, I couldn't sell my body for sex? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I do it on Venmo. I'll just have... No, why why would I read the guidelines? It's not like I plan on violating that. No, I know, but afterwards, because you were curious, I could have sworn you said that you checked what the... No, my friend Googled it, and she said... She Googled, how do you get kicked off Tinder? And it said... And okay, let's... Tiffany, yes, look it up, please. She said that it said... That it's in, if you are asking for things in exchange of money, I can't post my Amazon wish list on Tinder. Why? What? I can't ask for chicken bowls on Tinder. Why? <laughs> well, now we know. And then the other one was that if you were reported for inappropriate behavior. <laughs> well, I, I guess, hey, how's well, it going doesn't fly on Tinder. It says something. About like if you keep trying to create an account, it's a breach of their terms and conditions. Mm. Sorry, that's breach. it. So maybe because weren't you kicked off before? No, <laughs> oh, I deleted it. She's a delinquent. <laughs> oh my god, no. That's it. Really? That well, was that's the one of okay. the reasons. But I'm, I, this is on Reddit, so I don't know. That's, that shit incredible. Yeah, well, that's the first thing that <laughs> came up. Anyway. Got kicked off, wrongfully kicked off of Tinder. You know how many fucked up fucking people are on Tinder? Like, I've shown you guys the profiles. <laughs> and I'm the one that gets kicked off? That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's here nor there because I will not fuck with Tinder anymore. I'll just stick to Bumble. <laughs> so I had gotten off of Bumble. And uh, right before I had gotten off, uh, I was messaging some guy. He was really bad at kind of messaging back, but he had said, oh, sorry, I'm busy with school, blah, blah. Uh, the last messages that we shared with each other were, I think I'd given him my phone number. So months passed and I had gone off and then I get a text out of nowhere like, hey, this is so-and-so. I hope you're doing well. So I end up talking to him. Yeah, he ends up being a cop and didn't say he was on his profile because I would have swiped left. Just not into law enforcement. And he didn't say anything about having kids or anything like that. But as we were texting through that, that's when I learned like he was divorced. He had kids. He's a cop. So I thought, okay, drunk one, red flag, red flag. (laughs) I should have known, bitches. Seriously. You kept talking to him anyway. I did. I did. Because I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that. I don't want to be judgy. Maybe he's not a. He's a good cop. Good cop. I don't know. And then he, he told me that, like, yeah, sorry, all this stuff has been going on. My mom died a few blank ago. Didn't say the time frame. It said few ago. So I was like, is this months, weeks, days, Hours, minutes? Fucking minutes away. She I don't know. What do I say? She, my mom died 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking And he's like, I had just been really overwhelmed. But, I, but here I am on Bumble trying to hook up. <laughs> I need a date to the funeral. <laughs> I told you I was going to be a bitch today. No. (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had gotten on because my brother was sick. He had a heart transplant, wasn't doing well. So that I was doing it to pass the time as well. Like, uh, probably not the best time to do it. But, you know, whatever. You're bored. You, Both you, y'all you're in up. a hospital room. You're fucking bored as shit. You got to pass time. Can't think about the bad shit. So, anyway. She got carpal tunnel while she was, you know, swiping around. Fucking I did. Oh, my she God. A, I had to buy a brace for my thumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> she got a callus on her thumb. No, but it still hurts to this day, bitch. Don't. It's okay, girl. I got it, too. <laughs> That's one of them silent illnesses you're talking about. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Becky, you a bitch. <laughs> I'm not curious. Straight today. up. <laughs> yeah, so even then, even through text, he was still so bad at texting. And, like, I don't expect anybody to text right away. But I'm not the kind of person who will wait forever to text somebody like if i want to talk to you i'm gonna text you and i'm gonna text you right away i'm not gonna play this game like oh my god i gotta wait 10 minutes like no i'm just gonna respond right he took hours girl his mom just died five minutes ago (laughs) he probably said years ago (laughs) i know i know it ended up like we had tried to hang out a couple times because he lived pretty far actually in Ventura. But I was working out there. Anytime anybody says how far they live, it's not really a big deal to me. I'm always like, well, whatever. As long as you're in another state, I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I probably would be fine. San Jose, come on. We tried to hang out on a Thursday. He's like, hey, let's hang out Thursday. And I said, cool, let me know. So that way I can try to get off of work early. Well, Tuesday came or Thursday came around. He didn't text until like six o'clock in the evening. And I'm like, knowing that you have to come from Ventura or at least meet halfway. I was like, hey, you know what? I didn't hear from you, so I didn't plan on leaving. I'm still at work. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, well, let's try Sunday. Well, knowing that he's a dad, I'm like, well, wouldn't you be with your kids that day? It's Father's Day, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to hang out with my daughter on Saturday. It's her birthday. I'm like, okay, cool. So then Sunday, I'm down if you're down. Okay, cool. That was the last text I got from him. Sunday came around, didn't text me back. Um, and that was it. I wasn't going to text him, you know. Just felt like if he really wanted yeah. to hang out, he would have. And he hasn't texted me since. That being said, uh, I did get back on Bumble just uh, this last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I have talked to a couple of guys. One of them, he's really cool. He's married. Or he's married. <laughs> He is separated. He was married. He has two kids. And I know that's a deal breaker for some of y'all, but for me, I guess I don't really care. So far, really good conversation. Um, One thing that I did like about him is, like I talked about before, he's not very much into asking me to send him sexy pics like all these other fuckers on here. Like, he just was really genuinely trying to get to know me. So I've been talking to him since Thursday. And one of the things that I really liked is that he asked me, like, to to give him five adjectives to describe myself. Mm-hmm. And I was telling these girls that it was kind of funny because before, I feel like if anybody would ask me that, I would struggle. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, I don't know what to say about myself. But honestly, and I was able to answer very quickly. Um, and I think part of it had to do with the fact that I was just kind of a high, off of a high from work. Yeah. Like being having a success at work really fed into the answers that I gave. Because I feel like if it had been any, just a regular day or maybe a day where I wasn't feeling myself or feeling like my best or, you know, I might not have come up with those as easy. So I did like that. And then I ended up asking uh, Tiffany and Becky, tell me five adjectives to describe yourself. (laughs) Took me forever. Took fucking Tiffany like an hour. (laughs) What were your five? Independent. Independent. Oh, smart, funny. I'm trying to remember the exact order. Smart, funny, sarcastic, independent, loyal, and hardworking. And I said I put six because sometimes I'm extra. And then I said sometimes. (laughs) I know. But, yeah, I mean, it just kind of like rattled off my thumb. (laughs) My carpal. My carpal. (laughs) It bled after that, girl. (laughs) It went too fast. Anyway, I really appreciated that. And I thought it was interesting. That's why I asked you guys... um, because I do think it has to do with what's going on. You know, like I said, I was coming off a high of having a success at work, so I felt super confident. And I feel like I w- might not have done that in another if I was in another state of mind. So far, so good. You know, I think what's appealing to me about this person as well is that he also asked me kind of like what I was looking for 
first as opposed to me asking that. Uh-huh. Um, and he had a really good answer. Um, and so I thought that was that was cool. And, you know, I it, it's not like I'm all hyped up like, oh, God, he's the one or I'm in love. But, you know, because I feel like I've learned enough. I've been on enough of these Bumble things and talked to enough people where it's like, you know, I've been in this exact situation before where I have really good conversation with someone. And I was telling Tiffany this earlier is that I have really good conversation. We click, like we're joking, all this stuff. And then I meet him and I'm like a picky ass bitch. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then you end up looking like my employee and I don't want to fuck with you. Uh-uh. She couldn't get past it. <clears throat> but he but doesn't. I think, but I was telling her I'm really good conversation with Pablo. And then when I met him, I was sort of like, mm, I wasn't. At- I didn't feel attracted to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we, that first date that we had, we went out. I really had a good time. So I think it's also like how you feel with the person, how you connect with them. Because yeah. that could change everything. Yeah. Because you know? to be honest, the date with that other guy, it was, yeah, it was horrible. horrible. <laughs> Another person that I met on Bumble. Recently, too, because it's only been a couple of days. But uh, we were talking. I told him about the podcast. He listened. Uh, <laughs> to my surprise or demise. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Anyway, I've never... Not that I've kept this a secret from anybody I've dated, but that's not what I lead in with, typically. Because we talk about all this stuff. Having someone hear a story of someone giving you a hood rash <laughs> or, or me talking about sucking dick or something, you know, it's just like... <laughs> want you to know about that later but whatever it's fine (laughs) so that's where i'm at guys still single hit me up on bumble (laughs) (laughs) oh no i have to hit you up (laughs) match me then i'll give you my tagline hey how's it going (laughs) which is why she got kicked off (laughs) (laughs) you're staring these generic ass messages (laughs) must be spam (laughs) must be a motherfucking robot it's a bot (laughs) <laughs> Robo ho. <laughs> What's your update, girl? Update. Um, Last time I had given you guys an update about my insulin pump, sort of. So uh, I am currently not wearing it, but that's for insurance purposes because those motherfuckers didn't tell me I needed to like give them updates every time I reorder. So right now I'm like pumpless. So yeah, it's been a little weird, but that's all. <laughs> that's all, folks. That's all she got. I do not have. The cancer pussy. <laughs> That's my first part of my update. But I do have a boyfriend. I just got him. I bought him on sale. What? <laughs> um, when did that happen? April? End of April? Yeah. I think it was the end of April. I think you're having a hard time because part of your five adjectives to describe yourself was secretive. So she's like, I don't want to talk about this shit. <laughs> That's true. Because uh, Amber <laughs> ever asked about those five adjectives to describe yourself and one of mine was definitely secretive and then I tried to change it to private and then Amber's like no secretive yeah. she's not right she's the queen and we're the sorry people always shut up girl no I don't <laughs> but um so yeah part of my update is going to be about actually talking to him about doing the podcast and um, not really asking for permission or anything like that but just kind of like letting your significant other know that you're going to be telling everybody everything about them. Oh, yeah, I had a conversation like that this Yeah, morning. you did too. And it's kind of like, you know. I ain't got to tell nobody. <laughs> nobody. Because, you know, you don't want to like. I just told you who I thought I was. Oh, God. <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to like uh, <clears throat> tell that person like that you're going to say every single last detail about your love life but I kind of you know I want to say that I want to say all of those things and like remain as vulnerable as possible and um have not permission but just like I, I don't know maybe it is a form of permission to um do that well I, I, I think it's it. you don't want I mean because like it we are very open yes um we talk about everything and anything um, I, I mean, as open as we're comfortable being, which I do feel is very open. Uh, I mean, it's like this guy who asked to listen and I was like, oh, because like I said, I, I mean, I'm pretty much I say a lot of either what I'm thinking or what I've experienced. <clears throat> and so without trying to hold back, you know, and be your true self on here, 
because other people are listening and you know yeah. they might be going through the same thing and you still want to be relatable exactly. so yeah, i think yeah. it's just feeling like hey letting him know like hey i'm still going to be that person i'm still going to talk openly about my life because it's my life my life i know um but and you now but you're also taking into consideration another person so you have to co- right. consider their right. their feelings which if is anything, why right? i feel like i was holding back so much but then we had a conversation and we were kind of regrouping and and, and talking about the podcast mm-hmm. and everything like that and, and pablo happened to be here and he was like go ahead talk about everything kind of thing yeah, so i feel like cool. i was given like the permission to do so even though yeah there's still aspects of my relationship that i'd like to keep private yeah. because sometimes it yeah, I think you are very vulnerable talking about it and putting yourself out there and then maybe being told, like, all the time, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Not just by him, but by friends as well. <laughs> I would never say that. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to, to be on the podcast now and then talking about that stuff, I can see where that... It does become kind of scary, so you hold back a little bit. But since I've been given the green light... I know. Yeah, I think it's just about to go light. down. It's just, being, it's just being aware that you're... Taking someone's feelings into consideration right. as you're talking about right. the things that we are, and because you want to be able to convey like both sides as well, yeah. not just your own perspective and how you're assuming certain things and how they make you feel, but also considering the conversation that you've had with them and, yeah. and also saying their part. Right, exactly. And, and his main response to the whole like scenario was um, that he feels as though that I would use the, my best judgment when disclosing certain things or whatever. Um, I mean, I'm going to try. But I'm going to try to <laughs> dig that shit out of I you. Know, but I can't promise anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm still going to try. I'm looking for the dirtiest dick. <laughs> I can't tell them about How big is dick, girl? Did you measure it? I asked you. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't ask that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, yeah, so anyhow, um, the relationship overall is going very well. Um, and <coughs> he's like hanging out with me and my little boy, and I love that. Yeah, I, I love that too. So yeah, everything's going very well. <coughs> oh <Good>. God! <laughs> what? Well, about to get to the nitty gritty. Are you sure? I got some questions for you. Are we supposed to be talking about something else now? <laughs> no, I, that's fine. And look at like I, we've talked about this before. You guys are, are in a relationship. <clears throat> I understand the discretion. It's fine. Uh, me, I'm not. So, you know, should I ever enter one? Uh, you know, my, my feelings might change as well. But for now, I'm fucking telling everybody. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling it all. I'm real motherfucking horny. <laughs> I haven't got laid in months. She's real motherfucking horny. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. What can I say, right? And then my fucking vibrator broke, oh, and I just haven't had time to either go buy a new connection or go buy a whole new vibrator. <clears throat> so they got that shit on Amazon, girl. That same one, way cheaper. Don't go to fucking Hustler. Do not do it. I know. Anyway, this so is this is right now. This Unless they want to sponsor us, and they're gonna give you a free one. <laughs> right? I might have to hit that up. Hey. So we do this thing. <laughs> I will talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Free dildos for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all different sizes because apparently a size don't matter. A quadruple sided dildo for all of us. I know. <laughs> I do want to try the one that has like the two things because I've just had the one and mine does not look like a fucking dick so I don't think I'm stuffing myself with a <laughs> girthy six inch veiny fucking dildo. That's what mine looks like. <laughs> Believe it. I believe it. me right now. No, mine is. I was legit a dick. It's too big though. It's girthy. Okay, legit but it you can stick it to the wall. Girl, <laughs> she sticks it to the wall and then hits her face against it, so she's getting uh. dick slapped. Wow. I don't do that. Oh my god. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> When I get home. Just do it for me. Send you me a boomerang. I'm going to fucking stick it to the wall of your swimming pool. <laughs> okay, and now we're going to play a game. Free rides. 
You gotta swim to the other side and you don't stop until the dick hits you in the face. You gotta swim backwards with your pants down. (laughs) And you gotta try to hook yourself. All the single ladies and men. Yeah, anyway, I guess I need to get laid. So we're gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna come back with our topic. These pictures on my jock, seven cents of lipstick on my cock, a mob, mahogany, peaches and cream, enough to fill your dirty little dreams. Yeah, I've got bitches. Dirty little bitches. On the bad days, I ask myself, what good is all this body positivity I talk about when my own body exhausts me? when I can't forget how uncomfortable I feel in a club unless I drink my weight in tequila, when my girlfriends stop being the woman who saves me and instead become the bodies I will never have, when I seek validation from men's hands on a dance floor, a hot breath in my ear, a strange body naming me beautiful. Does all of my work become undone when I choose to stay home, alone, crying in bed when this poem Asked to be written, I say no, until it's choking me, until I can't breathe through the sobs, until I don't know which is the lie, my love for my fat body or my desperation to escape it. Can love and hate live in the same place? Last week, last week I was dancing with a man I had never met, but his hands touched me like they knew, like they knew me for years. I laughed, and I was made of mirrors reflecting all light in the room. Then another man leaned in and said to him, at some point, You just gotta say fuck it and get what you can, right? I closed my eyes as my partner kissed my neck. I let him grab a handful of my ass. I let him ask if he could take me home. I danced like if my demons were watching, like if they stood just a few feet away, alone with a drink in hand. And most days, most days, I don't mind those stares that linger over my belly, knowing that I confuse people who think you can't be this fat and still be the baddest chick in the room. You should see me. I could blind the sun on days like that. But then, then come the nights where I wonder if I am still that woman that used to pretend to be other women on the internet just to feel loved. Is this another woman I am pretending to be? Because I love myself. I swear I do. There isn't a day that I don't praise this body and how it forgives me, how it saves me, how it lets me live here, lets me be this unapologetic, be this fat girl's glory, be this sweet skin, be this thick love, and I believe in this love, in this truth that is always the truth. Even when the world tries to tell me that being fat and beautiful ain't something I already do every fucking day. Hi. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, what you just listened to was a TED Talk that was recorded in April of this year, and it was given by Jessica Salgado at Cal State LA. And really, it kind of fits in very well with the topic that we're talking about today, which is body positivity and self-love. Uh, for me, I mean, listening to her talk was very powerful. And although I've never been a woman of her size, I have been a woman or I am a woman that would be considered overweight or thick or whatever you want to call it. And I have kind of had those same thoughts uh, that she's had, that she expressed in that. So for me, it connected listening to her talk, uh, you know, and give that poem on so many levels. I don't know uh, what you guys think. Yeah, I definitely could relate to her um, poetry and just like the description that she gave about the way that she feels, like an internal conflict between loving yourself and also hating and wanting to escape your body um, really hit home, I think. Yeah, I think the quote um, that really stood out to me and I had written it down was, can love and hate live in the same place? Mm -hmm. And for me, that was what kind of got me because, you know, I think when people think about self-love or being body positive, they think that there's no room for, for hate there. Like, you either love yourself or you don't. Um, And for me, I do feel like it is a place where that happens constantly. 
It's this back and forth of love and hate with yourself and who you are. Um, and yeah, for me, like I said, I feel like it's a constant battle because at the end of the day, I, I, I'm, I'm very self-aware, but I am, and I, and I do love myself, I think. I don't think I'm, you know, yes, I'm self-deprecating to a fault, um, but I'm, and I'm my worst critic, mm-hmm. you know? But I think if anybody is going to love me more than anyone in this world, then it is, well, it's going to be me. Like, I can only love myself the most, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, the person who's going to be with you for the rest of your life is yourself, so you may as well do your best to love yourself. I mean, I think that there's, like, a weird idea about, like, um, accepting, or if you guys ever heard people say, like, tolerance and stuff, those are kind of, like, weird words, because they say that there's something that is there that needs to be tolerated, or something that is there that needs to be accepted, as if you just can't be. Um, your body isn't this thing that needs to be worked on. It's not this project that you have to fix. You have to kind of do your best to deprogram yourself to make it so that you aren't constantly thinking of yourself in that way. And just kind of give yourself the opportunity to breathe and just be. I also read somewhere somebody asking like, and to your point, talking about Asking basically if you can still identify as a person who is body positive and also not like certain parts of your body. Can you do that? And it is. That's the project that you should be. I'm not going to say should, but that's the project that I'm working on. Instead of feeling like um, my body is this thing that I need to fix, more along the lines of fixing my mentality and reversing all of the things that I feel like we are constantly fed. Mm-hmm. regarding our bodies so so let's pause really quick and <clears throat> kind of take a look or listen i guess we should say to what the definition i guess of po- body positivity is okay. and i went online and kind of looked up a couple different things and so when we're talking about body positivity um it's really around liberating yourself from self-hatred valuing their your beauty and identity Um, using your energy and intellect to make positive changes in your life and your community, adopting a more forgiving and affirming attitude towards your body with the goal of improving overall health and well-being. There, I I don't think it's, it's black and white because that's just not how we are by human nature. I mean, there's always going to be some sort of conflict and I feel like it's a relationship with yourself that you have to you're going to go through ups and downs. It's never going to be this, well, I love myself and so no bad days, you know, I'm always going to feel like I'm fucking the baddest bitch in the room. No relationship with yourself. Yeah, and and like with any relationship, like I said, there's ups and downs and the only way to kind of grow is to go through that kind of shit. You're not just going to wake up one morning and be like, fuck yeah, I love myself, fuck at what everybody else thinks, I got it. That's not how it works. And this is the thing. We're subject to this facade, maybe, about yeah. of us on, like, social media, where these girls are always like, yes, I love myself. I'm fucking a bad bitch. I'm, I fuck fucking love myself. Fuck the haters. Posting, like, really positive images of themselves and always showing self-love. Always. So then we think, when we look at those, like, fuck, and, I, and I'll speak for myself, is I think, like, fuck, what the, what's wrong with me? Why don't I love myself at that level to where I can walk out there and be that confident or post something, a selfie and be like, fuck yeah, you know, and own it. Like, it's, it's not in me. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that's realistic. And I think women or people in general have to realize, like, that is not realistic. I'm sure that there are days that those beautiful women that post themselves have an off day. I'm sure if you ask them, they will tell you there's things about them that they would change or they would like differently or that they look at at other females and and say like, wow, I wish I had that. I actually saw this thing with Beyonce, which is funny because she kind of, you know, is this woman who who is strong and, and confident and women inspired to be. And she was talking about how she works so hard that she gets so lost in it that she forgets to come back down and, and have real life experiences. And there, there are days too where she doesn't feel her best or she feels like she's fallen, you know? And, and, and so it's like you, you, someone like her who's 
you know, who is seemingly this, this person who is confident and, and just this woman who walks with just so much confidence and then having that and then she, her talk about her bad days, she still says like, I don't, I don't, but she also, because I, I feel like I don't have this in me, that if I'm feeling so, she says, if you feel so bad, still make it a point to get up and, and go do something and, and, and don't let yourself sulk in that. Yeah, I don't got it. When I would listen to that, I'm like, yeah, easy for you to say Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> you Beyonce, bitch. Of course. Of course you did. That's how I felt because I was like, okay, but mm, I'm just not that type of person. If I'm going to feel bad and I'm going to have a bad day, then I'm going to keep You're it to myself gonna, and I'm going to yeah. sulk in it to... No, but I think... that's who I am. <laughs> I think that's true. I was having this conversation with a friend the other day um, because she can... And look, at, like I said, I've been there. I am self-deprecating. But, you know, she's not feeling like her best self. And I've been in that exact same spot where I look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with me? Do I not love myself enough to push myself to eat better and exercise and be, these, you know, because all these girls are posting shit that they're exercising every day and eating right and making all these smart choices. And I can't fucking do that as much as I want that for myself. Right. So I was telling her. It's a, I know it's a struggle. You're putting in a lot of hard work, but in order to kind of get yourself there, like you still have to take care of yourself. You still have to do the things that make you feel good. So if you look at those pictures of yourself from years ago and you say, man, why can't I be like that again? Like do the little things that made you happy because you were wearing makeup, you were combing your hair, you felt good. So just do those little things. Yes, you might not be where you I want to be your goal weight or whatever it is that you're aspiring to be, but that will help you along your journey. Yeah. If it's getting your fucking nails done, if it's getting a massage or going and hanging out with a friend that gives you that energy and life back into you, do that. And those little things will help you achieve what you really want to get to. Because if you just sulk and you don't right. try maybe to do the things that make you feel good, mm-hmm it's going to be harder and harder to, to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... It really does. Yeah, I mean, in the... Because um, I've been... I am off for the summer, so I had the opportunity to really um, research this particular topic. And in, just in researching this topic, reading different um, people's perspective, reading um, or listening to podcasts about body positivity really helps you. Like, you don't think that it would, but if you submerge yourself into an environment where you're constantly reading and seeing images of things that are positive, that aren't telling you that your body is wrong, that aren't telling you that, you know, you're ugly or you're not acceptable or, you know, if you put yourself in that environment for a good amount of time, actually really really helps well i mean can you kind of talk about that a little bit more because you had comment commented to us uh, the other day like hey you know doing this research has actually helped me feel better so can you tell us kind of how that's impacted you i mean if you think about it we are constantly bombarded with all types of imagery and all kinds of um personas and whatnot about what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to strive to be like, what, you know, all of those things society tells you this, that, and the other. And all of that is, you know, it's profit driven. It's all for capitalistic reasons and it's draining. Once you kind of submerge yourself into a situation where you're reading all of these people saying, you know what, fuck that. I'm not going to like listen to you. I'm not going to adhere to all of these standards and I'm just going to live in my own and there's like a community of people doing that and you hear you know just like we heard um Jessica Salgado's um poem and it really strikes nerves with you but once you really put yourself in situations like these that we're in right now where we're actually like talking about these things and having it surround us it takes a huge weight off of your shoulders where you actually feel kind of okay uh, 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 uh. Weeks back, we were talking to our friend Skippany, and it was funny because <laughs> we're just kind of talking about it, and we were saying, you know, how do you just like not care about what other people think? And so she's like, I don't know, you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's like the simplest thing anybody could say, but it stuck to me because I thought about it. Like, 
she just doesn't give a fuck. Like, she doesn't wake up in the morning and think, oh my god, like, I look like shit. I'm gonna just fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, what's gonna happen if I'm not wearing makeup? Nothing. Well, Jessica Salgado talked about that in her TED Talk where she was saying, like, she where the first time she finally wore a crop top. Yeah. Right? She's like, I finally just worked up the nerve, went out, and she's like, and guess what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Nobody said anything. Nobody threw fucking tomatoes. Like, nothing happened. And yeah. it's just because we're in our heads about that thing, you know, that kind of stuff. Amber asked um, a question about, we're talking about body positivity, obviously, and how does it affect your relationships at work? And it's funny because I work with very small children. So most of my class last year was little girls. I had like 13 little girls in my class. It was very feminine in my class. And it was very interesting to see that little girls at such a young age already are very brainwashed. Thinking about all of those things already, thinking about the way that they look, and I could see that certain little girls in my class didn't really have a voice and weren't really looked at, weren't paid attention to, and this all has to do with, you know, the color of their skin, this has to do with, you know, somebody's wearing glasses, somebody doesn't have bows in their hair, etc., 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 and that's kind of like something that you look at like it's been ingrained in us since we were very very small mm -hmm. and you know in my own you know situation it's it's really cool because my job I get to shine light on those children who aren't necessarily looked at as beautiful or um and kind of like put them in the spotlight and bring out the things inside of them that are good like intrinsic things mainly but it's a very interesting work dynamic to see that happening and trying to like fight against it at such an early age. But I mean, we do that. We've been trained since we were children what it is to be beautiful and how you have to achieve that and how much that's just going to cost you because it's very expensive. I was researching and found that the beauty industry is actually 62, a $62 billion industry. And the diet industry is a $20 billion industry. That's per year. It's a huge capitalist project to make you hate the skin that you're in. And that is just not acceptable. It's not acceptable anymore. And it's really cool to see lots of women organizing and finding these places where we're saying like, no, I'm not going to fucking hate myself. I'm sorry, we only have one life to live and I'm not gonna spend it thinking that I have to wake up every fucking day and do all these things for other people. Like, no, I'm not going to do that shit. I don't want to. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> this whole week so far, past couple weeks, I've been sleeping like, in until 7 o'clock in the morning, and I just don't do my hair because I'm like, nope. I don't care. <laughs> What's going to happen if you don't Nothing. do it? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I do. is going to tell you you look tired today. Oh, yeah, if I don't wear eyeliner to work. Exactly. I haven't been wearing eyeliner. More and more people have been telling me you look motherfucking tired. But it is, it is that whole thing, body positivity, right? Li liberating yourself from self-hatred. And not until maybe a couple years ago when we started working out more and I started feeling more comfortable in my own skin, did it dawn on me that it's always been me. It's always been me at the center of how I feel. And, but I do feel more at peace with who I am because, you know, when we first started working out, I was a certain way <coughs> and everything happened. I stopped and I'm still the same way that I was when I started. And I feel more comfortable. Like I said, I didn't ever dress up or put on makeup or do the things that I do to show myself love for anyone else but me. But it, it is very liberating. Just me feeling comfortable in my own skin is yeah. what has been more liberating and taking charge and saying okay if you don't like it then do something about it you know act on it and if you are feeling like you still got to do the things that make you happy that make you feel good mm -hmm. and i do those things i take care of myself because i do love myself and it might not look like that to other people all the time because yes i do self-deprecate on the regular um, but i have learned to you know take people's compliments and I still look at bitches on social media. I'm like, God damn, I wish I could look like that. But it's not the end all be all of me. And it doesn't crush me. It doesn't stop me from doing 
the things I love to do. I mean, I whistle down on an alpha and be like, oh, I'm going to feel real uncomfortable in this. I'm not going out. I'm going to change. But <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think there has been a point in my life where it did crush me. Like when I was really, oh, really for young. sure. Me too. Not now. Though. Not now. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that comes with age or if that comes from um, educating myself. We're skipping his little speech about not giving a fuck. I know. I was well, like, I tried. How do you do that? I started my week off like, I ain't gonna give a fuck. And then... And then I gained 10 pounds. And then I gained... <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Fuck that, man. Um, I read something by a girl the other day on um, Instagram, and her name is Elwing Bling. The thing that she wrote was, mm, women are critiqued, valued, judged, first and foremost based on their looks, attractiveness and quote-unquote femininity yet women are belittled criticized criticized disrespected for caring about how we look or using it to increase our opportunities and then she wrote i don't want to play this game and that's so true because we're judged based on i mean if i went outside right now like i don't know what anybody would think because like we said earlier my hair doesn't look that great today and i didn't put on any makeup and i'm just wearing bullshit because it's fucking hot um but at the same time there's women who put on makeup and they get their hair done and they get their nails done and they you know do other things to make themselves look the way that they think they've you know they're comfortable looking and that is also criticized because you've got other people saying well you shouldn't be putting that on because you're just doing it like we have a friend that says that if you're putting on makeup, et cetera, et cetera, that you're doing it because you're trying to attract a spouse or you're trying to attract a man or you're trying to attract love or some type of attention or some type of validation. But Are we friends with that person? Glasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, that fucking Boom. asshole. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, I mean, he says that, that women wear, you know, you're only Well, he's it. like, why do you put on fake eyelashes and why do you do this shit? Like... It's, it's to attract someone else. And like, I don't do it to, because guys don't recognize that I have false eyelashes. But I don't do it for them. Like, I literally, I do it for me. Yeah. I do all that shit because I like it. I enjoy it. I like looking at my nails and feeling like I have a fucking piece of art on my hand. Yeah, I like, like having my nails done. I hate going to the nail salon and getting them done because I feel like it takes it's a, a process chunk out yeah. of my yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end result, I'm like, yes. And I'm super fucking <laughs> relaxed, always ready for a fucking nap after that. Yeah. And it's, you know. And I mean, I, I talked to some girls online, like just poor things. I just like, hey, let me ask you a question. And I'm like, this fucking weird bitch. But I was like, you know, what do you wear makeup for? Like, what's your motive? Like, do you wear it because it makes you, you know, what, like, why, why why do you do it? Because, it's, you know, I picked girls that wear a lot of makeup and post pictures of You should have asked themselves. the person. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll say it it's after. It's too late, bitch. Say it. <laughs> I was going to say you should have asked the person who wears makeup on the regular and then posted a picture of herself without makeup and decided to hate on people who wear makeup. Hashtag gross living. Somebody did that? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. You told that. Oh, I told you about it. I'm like, wait, I didn't do that. <laughs> no, you didn't do it. But I just think. But I'm, I just wonder about that. Like, why the? And you're you know, also trying to preach about empowering women. Like, don't fucking hate on anybody's choice. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's gross a big, living, bitch. You wearing fucking that's right. three layers of foundation tomorrow. So shut the <laughs> hell up. Yeah, I don't. There's just like a really, All really mad. huge divide in women. You know, a lot of the girls that I talked to online were saying like. It's bitch, you wear fucking three layers of foundation tomorrow. I like them a little. Bitch, you wear fucking three layers of foundation tomorrow. That's why I said you guys shut them a little. Bitch, you wear fucking three layers of foundation tomorrow. Not blended, by the way. Exactly. That's the beautiful part of it. But yeah, they you know everybody enjoys like you know it's an artistic expression, it's an aesthetic thing where you know you feel like you have all this shit, you're gonna fucking decorate yourself, and even if you look back at like society a long time ago, we decorated ourselves. People got tattoos, people got piercings in their face, and you feel differently about your body because it's yours, and you can do what you want with it. Right. Um, it's just fucking so tragic that women get belittled and criticized for 
caring about how they look or not caring about how they look like yeah you either damned if you do and damned if you don't exactly. you don't care you're lazy exactly you let yourself go you let yourself <laughs> go you don't give a shit you ain't even trying and then when you do you're hated on for being fake and you don't look like that you know you're a totally different person you're you're fooling people Right? I it's, saw this meme that get had, over your uh, fucking self. Date a girl with glasses, because then when she takes them off, you're like dating two, two girls. girls. And then someone commented, take her makeup off, and then you're dating three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Which and- is like initially funny, but then when you think about it, that was a guy commenting on this girl's picture, and it feels like, fuck, really? Like, I don't think a lot of women look that. I mean, maybe some, but. Yeah, I saw one the other day that was interesting, and it said, like, a girl in the gym is more attractive than a girl in the club or something like that. And the girl's like, plot twist. It's the same girl. She's just wearing different clothes, you know? Like, it's just people just fucking doing their thing. Women are just doing their thing, and you're just constantly being called out on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not considered a acceptable weight by to say oh she shouldn't be wearing that why are you wearing that blah 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 you know all this beach body bullshit and where people in my I family have breakfast burritos. <laughs> <laughs> make comments you know about yeah, about other women so it's like i feel like for a while i was in that realm of i mean we still do a little bit where we hate like what they're wearing why are they wearing that they shouldn't be wearing that except for me except while well, you always is the like or she Jiminy, can wear whatever or she Jiminy want. Cricket over there, fucking. <laughs> she can wear whatever she want, but if this bitch has on Android heels, she hating. <laughs> you got an Android phone? Oh, you using Android emojis? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. You low class. True. I am racist against Android emojis. I think they're cheap. They look like they're from the 1950s. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hating us, bitch. So going back to that, I kind of want to talk to you guys about your own journey of body positivity. Where are you at with that? And I think an interesting place to start with that is taking it back to the five adjectives that describe yourself. So tell us what you came up with and then tell us a little bit about your own personal journey with uh, body positivity. So I actually was having a difficult time coming up with my five, but um. I did end up coming up with them, after all. <laughs> um, what I came up with for myself is, I guess. Private ass secret bitch. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely a secretive person. I tried to say private, but I'm not, right? It's secretive, right? You yeah. No, it's secretive. Yes. Stealth mode, bitch. What, you think we call you that for no reason? <laughs> Trying to fly under the motherfucking radar? <laughs> Should be ghosting secretive. people. right? nothing to do with body positivity by the way. <laughs> this is just a way to make fun of me <laughs> you brought it upon yourself <laughs> no because i'm trying to be honest you know but i do feel like i am secretive or private i am very affectionate right yes very i love it i do too i like hugging you guys um i'm super fucking messy really really messy my room is a fucking mess my car is pretty bad right now <laughs> I mean, all my fucking shit's all over the floor. I never make my fucking bed. I just, I know where everything is, though. Um, What else? Spiritual. I do feel like I am very, very spiritual. And I do feel like that particular aspect of my personality has really helped me as far as my journey with body positivity. Well, I'll just comment on this, and I know you're going to talk about yours, Tiffany, later, but... I think there's something to say about the fact that we all used words that although they are messy, whatever, it wasn't anything to do with our looks. Yes. Um, And so I wanted to kind of bring that up now, not back then, but, you know, and my friend had asked her significant other about the same thing. And like I said, she's very conscious of her weight or, you know, not feeling that. And so when she asked him, he rattled off 10 things. And even she was like, wow, he never said anything about my weight or how my looks. Yeah. And I think that's important to realize that it's it's not about that. And how you feel about yourself is, you know, sometimes people think that, oh, it's all about how we appearances. And it's not because you guys talked about things that are describing just your personality and who you are. 
And so if you're... I still feel like mine were negative or negative. They are, I, I, do th- I do think that too, I, but also the space that you're in. Yeah. But I don't, I think it still says something that it, you weren't focused on your looks. Yeah. And you weren't shitting on yourself because of your looks or how you think, you know? Mm-hmm. And to me, I thought that that was important as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the perspective was turned like inwards. Mm-hmm. Focusing more along the lines of like, what a shitty person I am inside. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> just like, what a fucking How you need to work on your personality first, bitch. <laughs> you need to clean your motherfucking room, bitch. <laughs> and stop telling lies. <laughs> stop being so secretive. Because we're going to find out. We women, you know that. So let's go back to your your body. Let's go back to your body positivity relationship with your. Yeah. So like in very early early relationships, I was fucking horrible, horrible. My upbringing was in like a very very testosterone fueled home. I had three older brothers, my dad, and my mom was very like. She's very smart, but she's very meek. Like she wouldn't. She did shit, but on the low. She was very sneaky as well. And then my little sister, who's just a jackass. So, <laughs> she's great. I love her. But um, I feel like I was taught very early to, like, take up as little space as possible, not speak up, um, to be very, very aware of what I look like, to be very, very ashamed of what I look like, to be very, very, to tread very carefully not to bring any attention to my body. Like, I would actually go out of my way and wear, like, clothes that was way too fucking big for me so as not to call any attention to what I actually look like. Um, I, I really don't, I don't do that anymore. I'm just kind of more relaxed and more at peace with what my body looks like and it's fucking hot and I'm not trying to wear a fucking sweater. I used to wear fucking sweaters in the middle of the summer to cover myself up. But um, in my first relationship, I was very, very insecure, like horribly insecure. Um, I think that that whole upbringing you know, kind of fucked me up a lot. I mean, it, it did. It fucked me up. It, it, it's like this thing that you have to come back from, that you have to, you know, deprogram yourself. And, like, when I was a teenager, you know, I got into feminist bands like Bikini Kill and um, Bratmobile and stuff like that where I was hearing about feminism and about not giving a fuck. And even as much as I wanted to do that I couldn't do that still it was still really hard it's just barely like about now where I feel like I'm waking up in the morning like you know what I'm not going to say anything mean to myself I'm not going to tell myself these hurtful things and bring myself down every single day like fuck that (laughs) I'm sorry I just don't want to be hung up on those things anymore and I don't think anybody should have the right to make me feel bad about the skin that I'm in or the body that I was born in. So um, having the opportunity to research this has helped a lot. I think it kind of like almost put me over the edge. Like I feel like skippity. I have come (laughs) to the edge. It's nice. So um, the five that I had come up with for myself, which I feel like is so... Well, the first one is prideful, um, opinionated, which I'm an overthinker. I'm also loving, and I'm very indecisive. Um, Those were the the five that I had come up with. Same with going back. uh, I I grew up in a home where I feel like my dad was very focused on, you know, thin women and and constantly putting my mom down. And was part of the reason he left her was because she was overweight, uh, because he was no longer attracted to her. And I remember him making this comment to me one time that um i forgot what we were talking about i think he was asking me he had already been separated from my mom and he was visiting on my lunch break and he said something like are you still going to the gym and i'm like why because no one will love me if i'm fat and he was like yeah 
Like that is something that's always like kind of stuck with Step me, with and you. I feel yeah. like he's changed Never over time. See <laughs> this face again. But it's something that has stuck with me, and you would think it would make me like. I'm glad it didn't do anything <coughs> negative to me in the sense where it gave me like an eating disorder or anything like that. Right. It made me want to become this other person because it's still like, in some way, I was still comfortable with myself. I would say like growing up or in my in relationships, past ones where I was thinner, um, I did feel more confident than I do now. So I do feel like I've, I've come like, I've going backwards a little bit, mm -hmm. where I do feel more self-conscious than I have before. And I, and I, maybe because this is the heaviest I've been and I've been trying to work on that. Um, but it's still very easy for me to fall into this insecurity and assume things that my boyfriend may be thinking even when he's telling me like, oh, you're so sexy. Why are you so sexy? Always tells me mm -hmm. like, you know, or, you know, always showing me love. And it, it like almost doesn't matter how much he does it. I will still like hate myself, you know, in, in feeling like I only I feel like now I only wear like leggings, things that are stretchy so that like you're comfortable. So I'm comfortable, mm -hmm. which I also feel good in, you right. know, like I don't feel bad in those things or I don't feel like I'm being sloppy for wearing them like in that in that sense I do feel like I'm comfortable and I'm okay because I can like slide them over my belly you know like right. you yeah. know and and I do those types of things and I won't say that I'm completely self-deprecating but I do have those moments especially like I would say it does affect you know my sex life because I'm so in my head about it if we're in the dark I'm okay you know I don't think about it as much and I just try to like tell myself like just fucking get into the moment, you know? But it's not that I, that's with the overthinking, that I still have to have this conversation with myself to tell right. me, like, this person, like, loves you and, and stop fighting, you know, yourself to be so covered, you know, if we're, like, intimate during the day, I'll keep my shirt on and I'll feel right. like, well, he's not taking it off, he must not want to see it either, you know? And I put myself through this own, like, my, my own battle in my head right. instead of just enjoying, enjoying the moment that we're having, right. you know? Yeah. And when this person doesn't think that of me. So it has been a constant battle for me. And it is exhausting. I would say that impacts, like, not only your relationship with your significant other, but also with your friends if you're being that self-deprecating, you know? To constantly say shit about yourself and have your friends be like, no, but I think you look great, but I think this. I think it's exhausting both ways because you want to shit on yourself so bad. It's like, right. stop saying that I look good when I don't feel good, you know? Right. But also for them to say, like, you know, they see you in this certain way. Right. And, they and That's why I hate when you bitches like, no, you're beautiful. I'm like, shut up. I just want to shit on myself. <laughs> Let me be. But it's hard to like, that's what I'm saying. And I am kind of referring to you uh, about this because I do feel like that it, it does become exhausting in that way because it's like, like, I know you're saying like, let me feel this way. But at the same time, it's like your, your friends hate for you to feel that way when they don't see you that way, yeah. you know? So I started to get into the habit of shitting on myself as well because you were feeling so shitty that I would be like, well, I, I look the same way. Like I feel fat too, you know? And then it became this habit of me like also just you know, like feeling that way, even if right. sometimes I felt okay, you know, like where I... Misery loves company? Yeah, yeah. Right. And I do sometimes. I do love that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you were talking about... Well, you also asked us to talk about friendships and how body positivity affects friendships. And it's funny because I have different groups of friends. So obviously you guys are my, my bitches. You're my best. And the other ones are all secrets. <laughs> friends that fucking hate themselves. I have friends that are starving themselves. I have friends that are taking diet pills. I have friends that are, you know, telling each other that, oh, nothing tastes better than skinny. Mm -hmm. I have friends that are fucking saying horrible fucking things to themselves. And then I have you guys. You know, we're, we're not perfect, but we are at least talking about these things. And, um, you know, and then we have friends like Skippany. That bitch just doesn't give a fuck. So um, it's important for us to make sure to guard our energy and, you know, even if we feel somebody in our group is being negative, looking at you, Amber. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Baby. Oh, no, I mean, I know. I, I, I admit and I own the fact that I am the worst at that. <laughs> well, I don't think, I don't think you're the worst. It's not that you're the worst. It's, That's I not what you said the most... last time. <laughs> you've gotten better, but see how you much you've improved. You have gotten better. You have gotten better. And you know, I think that's the thing that well, I we... <laughs>
And I think and I think that's the other thing. Like I said, adopting a forgiving and affirming attitude towards yourself and your body. You're not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to have those great days. And just learn to accept that, that that's going to happen. Um, and, you know, and it's okay. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of you. you you're going to have another chance to show, you know, your self-love and, and, and yeah, just be, be forgiving to yourself, if anything, right? Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick little break, um, and we will be back. Yeah, all right, bitches. Daddy little bitches. Rebecca's got a mouth like a vacuum. Michelle's got a motor mouth. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Mother's got a tongue like an octopus. Tentacle shot. Hey, goes deep like a scuba diver. Looking for my family jewels. Yeah, I've got bitches. Daddy little bitches. All right, everybody, welcome back. We took a quick uh, little break here just to make some more drinks, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so the other thing we wanted to just touch on before we ended the show was really just around how are you going to incorporate this idea of body positivity into your normal life? Or how, you know, how, do you, how does it make you feel? I'm going to say no comment on this one. <laughs> I have no thoughts. I'm going to make a shrine to myself with beautiful pictures. No, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to continue to um, work on that with the children that I work with at school. And I'm going to try to keep pushing body positivity on you guys and on everybody, as a matter of fact. Even my friends I was talking about that are starving themselves or taking diet pills or constantly saying negative things about themselves. Um, just kind of try to be an example mm-hmm. for other people and just kind of put really, really good energy out there all the time as best as I possibly can. For me, since I feel like now I'm, I'm having more trouble with accepting myself and everything like that, is just um, just being nicer to myself and, and treating myself with love and respect and being productive and, and trying to keep that up as much as possible. Um, even if I'm feeling lazy, I'm going to try to channel my inner Beyonce and not sulk. (laughs) You know, and I think talking about it with you guys definitely helps that out. It it sheds light on it, at least, you know, and it helps me self-reflect on who I am and I am, you know, just trying to even write about it and get it out that way in any way possible. Like I said, being, being productive creatively in any way definitely I think will help and I think for me it's really being conscious and aware and accepting of the fact that I am on a journey of self-love and I don't see it as definite thing of well if I'm not happy with this then I don't love myself or like it said being forgiving and being accepting because there was a time in my life where I hated my nose you know, I hated my legs because they were so thick and big. And um, I hated my, my breasts because they were so large. And even to this day, I think I still struggle with my, my boobs, <laughs> um, to be honest. Because I feel like at some point in my life, I will alter them. Um, just to not look like a... I don't want them hanging down to my stomach. But I think I've gotten more accepting of my nose. I still feel uncomfortable when people look at me from a side profile. But I don't want to change it like I did before because I'm just afraid of getting no, a nose job because uh, of the pain. Um, so I think I've just grown to accept it out of fear of the surgery. <laughs> um, and really, you know, I think I've come to turns and um, kind of come to love my legs um, because I feel like for me they're a sort of source of strength. Yeah. You know, and I see them as this thing to like hold me up and push me to do things that I've never thought I could do before. So I do love them and I do embrace them. Um, but the rest of my body, I think that's going to still be a challenge. Um, and I just have to know that and accept that and know that not every day is going to be my best day. Not every day I'm going to feel confident uh, and love myself to the fullest and that's okay. Yeah. Because tomorrow's another day and another opportunity for me to show myself that or do something different to change how I feel. And it's not saying that I want to 
you know, another ch- chance for me to be 102 pounds or size three or whatever, because that's not my ideal to me. Yeah. Like, that's not what I see as beauty. I just want to be healthy. Uh, <clears throat> and so I do appreciate this movement because I think it gives females a, a, a chance to accept themselves um, and be okay with feeling bad or, you know, and not having to ask yourself, hey, what's wrong with you? You know, what do I need to do? It's just being like, okay. And like you it's said earlier, take time. it's creating a safe space for women like us to have this open dialogue, to not be afraid to be in our comfort zone. <laughs> so right before we end, um, just wanted to talk about too, just us going, each of us going through a, a body part that we do love about ourselves, something that we do appreciate. Well, I already said my legs. I, I said my legs <laughs> and I'll say my eyes. You do have beautiful eyes, Grio. They also can kill. Just watch the <laughs> fuck out. No. Yeah, my legs and my eyes. I really like my boobs. Yeah, I was gonna say I really like my butt. I really like you. I really like your fun backs too, bitch. <laughs> she was face painting our, our our faces last week, and all I had was a beautiful view of those. I was like, I have nowhere else to look. Is that okay? She was like, Yeah, girl. Just just look at them. Just gaze at you. Settle your eyes on these buttermilk mountains. <laughs> <laughs> buttermilk mountains. Buttermilk. 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 buttermilk mountains. <laughs> Is that what baby T call them? <laughs> Girl, let me get a sip of that buttermilk from your buttermilk mountains. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never looking at him the same. Like, you want some buttermilk? I mean, milk. <laughs> those cookies. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at How Do You Want It Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at H D W Y I H Y Oh whatever <laughs> H Y D W I on Twitter podcast. and like our podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, and until then, later, bitches. Bye.